I'm Chelsea Pites, your real estate social media coach, and my mission is to help real estate and mortgage professionals to feel confident using social media platforms and build a powerful personal brand without the overwhelm of wondering if you're doing it right. Imagine how you'll feel when you create a smart, strategic, and sustainable social media strategy that not only gets you in front of your ideal client, but also allows you to focus on what really matters, helping people build wealth through homeownership, not scrolling through feeds or stressing about what to post. If you're already in real estate or soon to be on your way and you want to understand how to over leverage free social media platforms to help you grow your business, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Taya, I'm so excited. I hope I can call you a friend now. I feel like we're friends because we have connected on Instagram and Clubhouse and a few other places. And um, we were talking about this before I hit the record button. There is somewhat of like this cosmic kinship between you and I, and it's very, you know, similar energy. And I knew that I wanted to have you on my podcast and, you know, my life is a hot mess dumpster fire that I was talking about. My goal is getting it all together. And so one of the things I did was put your name on my list and reached out and here we are. So welcome Taya to the Yay. <laughs> I am so pumped to be here. Um, yes. Before we started recording, we had like a fangirl moment for each other where we're like, oh my God, you're here. Oh my God, you're here. <laughs> um, I love that. I love yeah. that. So no, tell I'm everyone who's so listening who you are, what you do, how long you've been in the biz. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm Taya DiCarlo. I'm in Manhattan Beach, California, which is what for people who don't know, like the geography of California. Los Angeles is in Southern California. Manhattan Beach is in LA County. Um, and I'm a realtor at Compass and I cover what we affectionately call the beach cities of Los Angeles County. Um, so I am a mother of two adorable, rambunctious little maniacs. Um, I'm a boy mom. I know I, I can call them maniacs because they're mine. Absolutely. Um, and for anybody who has uh, children under the age of 10, I think you can, uh, you can all relate. Um, so yeah, so being a, a full-time mom and a full-time realtor, uh, I really love social media. It's how I do the vast majority of my business. And I'm so grateful to be thriving, uh, right now after being in the business for just about 10 years, I feel like I finally stride, you know, no big deal. Made a couple of humans along the way, you know, so you had to like start, stop, start, stop. I feel like I'm finally getting my footing because, you know, I'm not pumping out more humans. Right. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm getting my momentum. Yes. You know, that is a, is a momentum pauser for a little bit, but yeah, I mean, I agree with you. It's like, you know, life happens and I love that you have this, this story that is so relatable that we we're all, we're do, we're trying to do all the things and do them well. And and have, um, where did I read this? I think maybe it was an Amy Porterfield podcast I was listening to, um, or maybe it was a book I was reading. I don't know, but it's not my idea, but it's a great one. So I'm gonna share it here is, there isn't life work balance, it's life work integration. And I'm like, oh, I can get behind that. I can get behind that because the life, life work, work balance for me was just not happening. Uh, there was no balance. And so I think the integration and it's a constantly changing thing, but I did notice too, that you have a little, that is a surfer. Do both of your boys surf or just yeah, uh, So just one for now. And, okay. um, did you read the Malcolm Gladwell book? Uh, you know, he does like the tipping point and outliers, right. Yes, and in outliers, yes. he talks yeah. about how like Bill Gates just happened to be a young boy at time where computers were new and he had hours and hours and hours where he could focus on that. Well, during COVID in Los Angeles, when the parks were closed, like literally there was nothing to do, but go to the beach. 
um, my son had just turned six, like in, you know, June of 2020 husband's like, you know, Hey, did you see him hop on that skateboard? Like there was some older kid down the street that let him ride a skateboard and he hopped right on it. And later that week and took geo to the beach and thought, you know, let's see if he can get on a surfboard. And I'm like, I can't swim. So my son at six years old learned how to surf and, you know, Manhattan beach, it's like very like shallow and soft, sandy bottom. He learned how to stand on a surfboard before he legit knew how to swim. So I said right away, if you get him in swim lessons and he learns how to legitimately swim, I will support this hobby. And now he just won first place in a surfing competition a year later, he's got another one on Saturday and he's just obsessed with practicing. And I, I will say as a mom, and just as like, as a person, when you see a young child recognize the correlation between practice and winning, Mm -hmm. if you can learn that at seven years old, Oh, I mean, I don't remember being a kid. And if someone was good at something, you went, Oh, they're lucky. They're so good at it. Yeah. And then you learn as an adult, Oh, wait a minute that person has a beautiful body because they work hard in the gym or they're really good at ballet because they practice or whatever it is. Um, so to have that correlation and see that in your own child is just a very emotional thing. And, um, I so I'm very that. grateful. For I that. only knew that because of your content. I yeah. only knew that because of your reels. And I, and since we have a kiddo around the same age, I was like, Whoa, he's, <laughs> that's amazing. That's so, yeah. So just to kind of talk about the, the relatability factor there. So let's Thank jump you. in and let's talk about content because yeah. that's a, a theme here. Now you're doing a lot of content. And so tell us, what does it look like? Because it's very overwhelming and intimidating for anyone to say, where the heck do I start? So if I look at, at Taya's content today and I might be overwhelmed and intimidated and think, oh, I can't do that. Like, it's like you have your own show. Mm-hmm. So what does it look like today for you? How did you get to where you're at? Yeah, that's actually fortunately very easy for me to answer because in January of 2020, so right before world changed, my business coach said to me, you know, you're doing content, but it feels very sporadic. It feels like you're doing content whenever you're inspired. There's no madness. And I was like, well, it is madness, but it's creative madness. (laughs) Um, And he said, well, what would happen if you actually had some consistency? And I was very overwhelmed by that. And he's like, look, your time developing something. I want you to have a show and know that the caliber of video that you're making is not matching up with the luxury homes you're selling. Like if, you know, if you're going to be doing video, not to say you can't still tell stuff because that's very endearing. But if you're going to be selling multi-million dollar properties, your videos should have some essence of that, right? So I very quickly sat down and took a couple of weeks to plan out what's my voice, what's my brain, even the, the nitty gritty details of like, what colors do people think of when they think of me? They think of bright, bold, right? Like they think of, um, you know, a little taste of humor, but also some vulnerability and some seriousness. Like what are the causes that are important to me? Like we went over it all and we being me and like a person who, who focuses on branding. Right. And, um, and after a while I kept saying, well, my two cents on that is this. And he's like, well, that's it. It's Taya's two cents. And I was like, oh, that's cute. Um, and we started filming once a month. So then that way I could actually focus on selling real estate. So once a month, we would create four to six, two to three minute episodes of, and you know, the, where does the content come from? Life. You know what I mean? Like we could, can talk about 
anything and everything. And anyone who says they don't have a topic to talk about is more concerned about what they look and sound like. I would argue that's your mental fog right there between you and making the content. If you actually sit down and just start talking about the nitty gritty of a D of a deal, you have tons of content right there. So we started creating content once a month, um, from my home because this was the lockdown we launched March of 2020. How weird. Um, and what's, what, what was really interesting is that very quickly within about four months numbered before I start, before I did those videos, do you know what I mean? Like no one recalled before Taya's two sets, it was like this brand became powerful. And then I thought, well, why don't I hire a better videographer? Then I started going to somebody's studio and really elevating. And then from there, it was like, it was an explosion. It was like, all of a sudden I, my followers doubled my, and not just that, cause I don't want people to get focused on followers. My engagement doubled, tripled and my sales I mean, I went from in 2019, 18% of my sales, which was like 35 million, 18% of that was from agent to agent referrals in, uh, and that was, excuse me, in 2020, right? The year before in 2019, zero, zero agent referrals. And then in 2021, 49% of 50, you know, 52, 54 million, like unbelievable. So is it overwhelming? Yes. What's my process is content bank, sit okay. down and crank okay. out once a month. I have a thought before we get into that, because you hear this too. I hear it all the time on my top 10 list of challenges slash, uh, reasons. I'm going to say reasons for not making content or doing social media is, well, what if my competitor, I just have a bunch of competitors that are looking at my content and you're like, yes, thank you competitors for looking at my content, because guess what? 50% of my business came from you. percent. <laughs> so, I love and, that. Yes. And nobody look, are people going out there and creating their own weekly show with a colorful backdrop? And it, yes, absolutely. As they should. Mm -hmm. And I promise you, your sphere is not following 500 realtors. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it, it's very challenging as a realtor in this day and age, because we follow so many realtors, the algorithm feeds you realtor content. So you're constantly seeing what everyone else is doing. And so you get bored with it. You feel like everyone's copying you, you're copying someone else. But the reality of the situation is no, the average consumer is seeing funny cat videos and occasionally is learning about multiple offer situations. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you just have to let go of, uh, of, of worrying about being copied. I think it's the highest worry is someone, you know, copying what you're doing. And you were also saying something, um, I don't remember what your exact quote was, but <clears throat> this is something that I wrote down in my own journal a few weeks ago, I was reading a book and it, and, and it said, you know, when you're making your content and you're, you're kind of overthinking it, like you said, and, and you're not putting it out there and you had said, you know, that's just because we have these own vulnerabilities and we're concerned about how we appear and if I'll be professional, what if I, you know, turn someone off or whatever it is. Um, I love that this quote, and I wrote it down. It says, it's not about you. Your content is not about you. It, it's, it's about the person who's consuming that content and what they're getting out of it. And I have to constantly remind myself that it's not about me. It's not about me. And how do I make content that is valuable for 
um, me getting better content. There's an inherent value. If zero people liked your content, you still made a video and that's great. Um, and also, is it building your library of, of social proof that of your expertise? And yeah, it'd be great if someone actually <laughs> watches it and engages with it. So I, I do want to just circle back on that because I thought it was really important. Absolutely. So your content bank. So now what do you do? So you, you hired some peeps and, you know, the people listening may not be there yet. That's fine. You can still do this with your phone in your office, make your own content bank. So what are you doing? Like how much content, how much time are you spending going through? And now it's probably easier for you because you can probably look back at stuff you've already done and rework that and come up with ideas from content you've already made. But for that person who's like, I love it, I want to do it, but I, I really just don't know where to start with content and, and making these idea banks. What do I do? Well, I think that whoever feels that way needs to get honest about something. I think that anyone who says they don't know where to start and they don't know what to do, I think that's a sign for, I don't like the way I look and sound on camera. Um, and it's a, it's a unfortunate truth, but I think that if you were to sit down with that person and to say, do you really not know to start, you know, the answer would be like, no, I do. I'm just totally scared. Mm -hmm. And I think the moment you can come, you know, have a come to Jesus, if you will, I was just like, I am scared. I'm intimidated. What if people don't like me? I mean, you go right back to being 13 years old. What if they make fun of me? What if they talk about me behind my back? What if they think I'm narcissistic? What if they think I'm into myself? What if I turn people off? What if I lose business or the best one people DM me? I'm really interested in starting video content, but is it worth it? And I'm like, I don't know, is over a million dollars in GCI worth it? Yeah. Uh, I mean like, what? yes. And I'm not saying that to brag. I'm saying that legitimately when I first started making content, um, I had a placard in my office that had the quote from field of dreams, you know, for all the youngins, Google it. <laughs> yeah. If you build it, they will come Kevin Costner. Okay. If you build it, they will come. And I remember creating content phone being like, if you build it, they will come. And I'm like in my home studio, if you build it, they will come. They're going to come. They're going to come. I know they come. I have, they're going to come. And then they came all at once. Oh my God. And what happens is sometimes it's like, it's usually like a trickle and then like something happens and then it's, it like turns on. Mm -hmm. I remember Glenda Baker called me when they're hearing me on clubhouse and she's like, sweetheart, you you didn't sound, you didn't sound right. And I was just like, I started crying on the phone with her. Did I Glenda? I was oh like, I was, she's like, Oh my stars. You do oh not sound God. okay. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm not okay. Everything's happening. All the business is there. And I, and I didn't have my systems in place. Mm -hmm. And I would argue that, you know, had I had my systems even tighter, because of course I have some systems, but if I had them tighter, I probably could have done even more, but I'm not focused on the failure. I'm proud of myself for daring to fail in the first place. Mm -hmm. um, and what's really exciting is that for 2022, believe it or not, we're going to double the amount of video that we're doing because I know it works. And, um, and I know that like, now that I have, I flex that muscle. Mm -hmm. It's like going to the gym, right? Like your first day in the gym, the next two days, you're going to be really sore. And you're going to be like, Oh, I'm not seeing any results. I got on the scale, like nothing happened, you know, but if you go to the gym five days a week and you're eating right, like mm -hmm. check me out.
Right. And well, and, and to your point is like, once you have that moment where you were like, Oh, this, this is my aha moment. You're like, I'm in now. I'm I let's do this. And I hear that so often it's the spectrum of the people that are so afraid to start, which we all have those human fears. But once you do start and then you see the transition happen, oftentimes I will have people say, in fact, we're doubling what yeah. we're doing this year. So I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So oh, go ahead. I want to ask you a question though, because you are putting yourself out there. And this is something that I am working on with my accountability coach too. Like, let's talk about TikTok. Okay. Cause I don't find this as much on Instagram, but, but you are, I'm just going to say you are as a statement, you are, if you put content on TikTok, going to get someone that's like a troll comment. Like, oh God, it's so bad. And so how do we help people navigate that? A therapist. No, I'm just like, I, um, I talked to my therapist about it and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like terrified because TikTok has so many trolls. Oh, it's, um, you know, TikTok is really fun to scroll and, mm-hmm. um, and you know, my life is not perfect. Right. And I have my own struggles in my own personal life. And TikTok is a beautiful outlet that for me, the algorithm knows that I love funny animal videos. Yes, you know, I love like funny couples and like all my content is super funny all the time. So whenever I want to pick me up, I will like be snorting laughing from TikTok. And I'm like, how many oh. are you sending? How many link are called? Oh, I, I forward, I mean, and, it, and they're usually at like 11 o'clock at night that I'm like DMing people and like, wow, this chick is crazy. Like, did you drink wine and watch TikTok? Um, <laughs> but when you are a, so I believe that a lot more people are, are TikTok consumers than they mm-hmm. are creators because it takes balls to be a TikTok creator. Um, when I went from having like a couple hundred followers to like 40,000, it happened very quickly and it came with a lot of very harsh judgment about my appearance, about my voice, about my hair, about, I mean, all any insecurity that you could possibly have about yourself, people feel like they have permission to just tell you straight up. And I would be lying to you if I said that I was totally comfortable with that because I had a period of time where I went off TikTok for like a month mm-hmm. and there was a weekend where I was like severely depressed over it because they came for me. And these were not trolls people. These were like 40 plus year olds coming at me. Um, and, you know, I would say, look, sometimes you have to have those moments where someone knocks you down. And, and this is like kind of a metaphor for life. I mean, life is not easy. Not everybody's nice. Um, and if you are confident in your own truth and you can look in the mirror and know that you're a good person and you can put your head down at night, knowing that like, and if they did, they would love you. And if they knew you and didn't love you, then it's their problem. And they're projecting it on you. I think that me taking a break from it and coming back now and expecting the hate, I'm less afraid. And now I'm even more excited at the haters comment because the comments help your engagement and get it in front of more people. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So I, I'm going to do a a public confession. Um, (laughs) and it's funny because I was, I know I was, I was telling you my, my accountability coach and, and I, she and I were meeting on, on Sunday because we were like, we're going to do this. And we got busy on Friday and I was like, it's Sunday, but we still got to do it. So we did it. 
And one of my goals for 2022, because I will tell you, I have not posted on TikTok in two years because of an experience similar to yours. And um, I just was in a spiral. And in fact, it impacted me on other platforms because I became afraid of doing anything on any platform. Now, I've never experienced that on Instagram. Never. Um, so, Instagram is a warm blanket of like all your followers. I feel that way too, but that does happen on Instagram. So I'm not saying that it doesn't, but I haven't experienced it the same way. Um, and so one of my goals is to, um, is to start posting again. Uh, and so that was one of the things. And, and, and my friend was like, well, okay, so what's the date? And I was like, Ooh, I'm not ready for that. Not ready for a date yet. <laughs> I was like, not ready for a date, but, um, yeah, you know, it's hard. And, and that comes along with it. And that's one of the things, I mean, we're moms and I'm concerned about when my kiddo decides to, you know, pick up. I'm assuming TikTok will be around then. Um, so yeah, but I think that I, I'm addressing a lot of my insecurities, vulnerabilities. And for me, I know the only way for me to get over it, and I'm not saying this is for everyone, but for me specifically is going to be posting and to, 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 to do it again. Um, and I'm really sensitive. And so that's, yeah, I went, I went through a lot of that. And so, um, you know, people always ask me about TikTok and I'm like, um, should I just tell them that I'm terrified because I yes. had this experience and uh, um, I'm really sensitive and it yes. made me doubt every single thing I was doing. Um, it's not just you you're a human being. Yeah. It's not, it's not just that you're sensitive, Chelsea. We are all, men are sensitive, women are sensitive, adults are sensitive. We are human beings that care what people think. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I actually do. Um, and so you have to really be cognizant of compartmentalizing like, okay, if someone says this, is it true? And sometimes what they say has a little string of truth in it. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, and I, I will say this, you are a content creator. I'm a content creator. It's not for everybody. Mm -hmm. And I would argue that the people who follow us and love engaging with us and learn something they're rooting for us to create more and it is not for everybody. So I, I hope that the people who listen to this podcast and the people that follow you are the people who are looking for inspiration are looking for that extra push to like get into action. Um, because hundred percent of the population of like people who sell real estate, there are some people who will never do it and they will still find a way to, you know, I mean, what do they say? A hungry, a hungry squirrel finds a nut or blind squirrel can find a nut. Oh, um, I don't know that one, but I like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, even a blind squirrel can find no, a nut. Or it's like a broken clock or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's, but it's, but it's true. Like, you know, you're going to figure out a way. Um, and I have found that social media in this day and age is a great way to create this trust immediately. Mm -hmm. Whereas before we had to like go to networking events and hand out your business card. And like, if you only knew me, you would love me. And now I just put myself out there and I'm like, look, turn somebody off. Cool. No big deal. Like you are going to probably be a nightmare client anyway. Like it's kind of like in relationships, right? Like you, whether it's a friend or a lover or a partner, like you can't force someone to like you. And it's hard because you know what, we're not, everybody is going to like you. And we think, oh, that's how could everyone not like me? Right? <laughs> um, not to like. <laughs> yeah. So it's those fears. And, and I'm hoping that what people take away from this podcast is 
we're not saying you should not post on TikTok. You should be afraid of it. It's a, it's a, a fabulously creative, amazing place. I am a massive consumer of it. But, you know, if you are going to put yourself out on anything, you know, if you put yourself out on the side of a bus, I mean, somebody might be saying something, you just don't know about it. And somebody might be saying something and you still don't know about it on social media, but you know, that you might get a comment where people like, for me, it was like my age and how I looked and like things like that, right. That you were talking about. I'm like, well, that's not very nice. (laughs) They dig deep. Um, And you know, this makes me think of something, Chelsea, I recently posted and you might've seen it on Instagram. Um, I posted this quote, I basically just screenshotted, uh, from the dictionary, the definition for courage. Mm -hmm. And it says courage is a noun, the ability to do something that frightens one. And then the sense that they give, they say she called on all her courage to face the ordeal. Mm -hmm. So you can be afraid and do it anyway. Yes. (laughs) It's kind of like giving birth. You know what I mean? You're like 40 weeks pregnant. (laughs) And you're like, but I'm scared. And you're like, yeah, but you're going to do it anyway. Exactly. Whether it's a C-section or whatever, you're just like, you can be afraid mm-hmm. and do it anyway. Yeah. I love because that. You know, the outcome is going to be beautiful. I love that. Normally I ask for one piece of advice before we leave, but that was it. Like you can be scared and you can still take action. You do not have to be calm to do the thing. And so I'm going to be reminding myself of that. And you know what, Taya, you will see me post on TikTok this year. So I I will be doing it. Um, I'll be rooting for you and commenting and sharing and like, are you going to come for the the trolls? (laughs) I will be in the comment section. I'll be like here for the comments. Come at her. Let's see what happens. Like just like the the eyeballs emoji, you know, where you're like, you're like, I'm watching you Um, because I'm going to be posting more on TikTok too. Uh, My videographer, Ricky and I, uh, we had a mastermind uh, just actually a couple days ago. Um, We had a zoom call with my marketing coordinator and we brainstormed out how many videos we're going to be doing a month, uh, how many days a month we're going to shoot, what content I'm going to be creating on my own and sending to him to edit. Because I mean, I get questions like this all the time. Who does your editing? Who does this? Who does that? I'm like, girl, I don't have, listen to me. I sell real estate for a living. Like, yes, I content create, but like I negotiate deals. I help find houses for clients. Delegate and outsource. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because I think the one thing nobody else can do is be you in front of the camera. You are the brand and outsource the other things. Yes. And you're not always going to be doing that. I mean, you're going to start doing your own thing. You're going to start doing it all. At some point, the goal is to outsource it. And and I love that. So this was so fun. We could talk for hours. I Um, I am so excited that we got to connect. And I love the energy that you brought to today's topic. And so for everyone out there who may not yet be following you, what is the best place for them to connect with you? Instagram, for sure. Just at Taya DiCarlo, follow me on Instagram. I actually manage my, that's the only social medium (laughs) that I am the one who manages. No one has that password. I respond to my DMs as best as I can. Um, Who's commenting back. People get surprised by that sometimes. They're Mm -hmm. like, oh my God, it's you. And I'm like, well, duh. Like, you know, but if it's on LinkedIn or something else, like that's, you're not going to find me. Even in my email, I invite my assistant to filter those. So, um, so definitely Instagram. That's I, I've got to respect that. So I'm going to be doing a lot more of that this year too. And, um, thank you again for coming on. This was so much fun. 
Oh, anytime. I'd be happy to do it again. And happy new year. Happy new year. We'll see you next time. Bye everyone. Thank you friends for listening. And if you haven't already, please subscribe so you never miss a new episode and consider sharing this podcast with your real estate and mortgage friends. And if you haven't already grabbed your free downloads, 100 Real Estate Content Idea Starters and my guide to making better Instagram reels for real estate, you should head over to my Instagram profile at chelsea.pites, that's P-E-I-T-Z, or you can visit my website at chelseapites.com. Until next time, see you then.